I like to sleep in, so just call me Angel of the Early Afternoon. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode we walk you through a story song, and this week- Get ready to cry. <laughs> guys. <laughs> I honestly think this is like the saddest song ever. Um, and we'll I get into it. I get into it, but is it's it- It's so though? good. I mean, it's sad. Oh, it is. It's, it depends on is... how you look at it, and it depends on- My, I think it depends on the version of it. Right, okay. Which we'll get okay. into. It's Angel of the Morning. Uh, first recorded by Marley Rush and the Turnabouts, um, and, and there are a couple other versions. But uh, my interpretation, well, of most this famously, song, original version by Marley Rush. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. So, "Angel of the Morning" by Marley Rush, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, I guess you can interpret this song a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. My interpretation is crushingly sad. <laughs> uh, and well, have, that's every song, and I've always felt that way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Uh, no matter like, what the song is, Dan's like. Get ready for my interpretation, because it's brutal. <laughs> like, it's the theme song to Happy Days. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> no idea what's, what's going on in this song. But Michael, tell us the story. I mean, Tuesday and Wednesday were Happy Days, but <laughs> Thursday and Friday, what a day. <laughs> Michael. Uh, tell us the story of this story song. So... The story is it's um, from the perspective of a woman and mm-hmm. prior to what we'll call a brief one-time romantic encounter, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she assures her temporary partner that there are no strings attached mm-hmm. um, and that she's fine with it being a one-time thing uh, if he doesn't want to pursue anything beyond that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that synopsis by a <laughs> 1950s father who was also some sort of professor. <laughs> That's really my brand. It really is. <laughs> There'll be no strings to bind your hand Not if my love can't bind your heart And there's no need to take a stand I see no reason to take me home I'm old enough to face the dawn Just call me Angel of Morning Angel Just touch my cheek before you leave me Baby Just call me Angel of the Let's start here at the top, and uh, so I, I'm. I have a I have a different interpretation of what the song is about, and I'm wondering if you want me to, to talk about it now or or wait. All right, I'll do it. Uh, now. I think you have to do it. I don't want. I just you don't want to throw. I, just, I don't want to throw off. But I think we can have these different playing. interpretations. I'm interested to see what your inter- interpretation is because I and have then I'll tell you what the right ways. one is. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I think you have to tell us now, and then we can get into the lyrics because it'll 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 color the way you look at the lyrics, Daniel. My interpretation of this song uh-huh. 
and this is only out of my head, so I'm not saying it's right or wrong or supported by anything. But whenever, I, whenever I've, when I originally heard this song, and every time thereafter, I always interpreted it that this is not a one-time encounter. That okay, this woman is madly in love with the man, okay. but the man does not love her back. Okay, and being that this is the '60s, and so obviously a different time than today, um, she is going to allow him to have his way with her, even though she knows that he will leave and not think of her again. But she is so desperately in love with him that she will allow this to happen. And, you know, basically at, at the time would be seen as, a, you know, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That she's now been soiled by this person who is, you know, not only will leave, but also does not feel anything for her. Right. So there will be no strings to bind your hands if my love can't bind your heart. Yeah, that's an important line. Yes. Yeah. That's that's which so that's why I don't think it's yeah. and, may, and maybe it's a one time thing, but but it definitely it's not like uh, this is a one night stand for her. She if my, right. if I, I can't make you love thing. me, I did right. yeah I did interpret it similar to that. I mean it's not as like <laughs> crushing as well, yours, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it is this. I didn't see it as they are. They're not strangers. I don't see them as strangers. Right. I see it as um as I know this is going to be. A, a one-time thing, but th- I I really want this. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be a one-time thing, and it's not like just like oh he can have his way with her. It's that she is the one who's like yes who who wants it yes. And it's yeah. like here's the thing: if I can't have you uh, as have a full relationship with you, I just right. need to have that love this. for one yes, for yes. one night. That, yeah. that and then it, that's it. And then we can then you can go your uh, go your own way. Right. Um, and then it goes into the song, Go Your Own Way. Completely <laughs> <laughs> went back. No, but you can go, you know, you can go right. away, but I need, I need this. I need right. this. Um, well, and I think it's also interesting in that first line, the repetition of the word bind. Right. Like there'll be no strings to bind your hands. It's they're, they're shackles in, in terms of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas if my love can't bind your heart, like right. it's, it's almost an involuntary binding of one's heart. Right. You know? But she, yeah. If you if you're not in love with me, you know right. I'm not going to hold you to anything. Yeah. After we after this happens. Right. Yeah. Um. So let's go through it real quick. So there'll be no strings to bind your hands if my love cannot bind your heart, and there's no need to take a stand, for it was I who chose to start. Mm-hmm. I see no reason to take me home. I'm old enough to face the dawn. Just call me Angel of the Morning, Angel. Just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Just call me Angel of the Morning. Angel, then slowly turn away from me. Oh God! <laughs> oh, this song it's is rough. First of all, this song is the best. It's great. Oh so my good. gosh! This song, every version of it, the drums, the little oh my god, I can't. I can't. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but see, that's why I always thought. See, I always and now you know how long they've known each other. I don't know. Right. But whether it's whether it's been a while or it's like a sudden thing, that's I always interpreted this that she is madly in love with him and that's why it was always so crushingly sad to me that she's madly in love with him he does yeah. not feel the same she's willing right? to compromise right well and she and she, she's willing if she can't have emotional intimacy she'll at least take the physical intimacy because it's it's something right and he's gonna you know turn and leave now this is again based on nothing but I've always wondered because this song was from 1968 
if the song was, was written or released later, if the lyrics would not have been, just call me Angel in the morning. Uh, Interesting. W- what I'm saying is, after this happens, right, when you're leaving in the morning, just be nice to me. That's right, all I'm at. Right. Just call me Angel in the morning. Just touch my cheek before you leave, right? So I think the of the morning, I was always a little weird, but it but it puts a little ambiguity because if you say in the morning, that's night. like the you can't the Rolling Stones can't say let's spend the night together, right? Right. right. I think like it, the, it has. So yeah. that was the only. Uh, no, I'm just saying that that was the only the one thing I always wondered. Just that that because that would make that would be a, a little more blunt or be a little clearer. Yeah, there's something in what's l- happening, but I think there's also something a little bit more poetic in okay Angel of the Morning, right. like. That she's the angel she of the morning. Right. Yeah, and it, it it's also almost a reaffirmation of whatever he's feeling for her in the night. Mm-hmm. She's also, she's the angel of the night, right. also angel of music. Yeah. She's she's also the angel of the morning. Like, right. that, that there is still a little bit of emotion there. It's not just him, like, sneaking out <laughs> right, right. Yeah. before she wakes up. It's, there. there, there is that... Again, it's 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 sort of like faux intimacy. Right. I mean, I think you guys are both way off base okay. because um, I don't know if you know this, but Angel of the Morning is like a sex thing. So okay. Just call me Angel of the Morning. It's like a, it's like <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's like it's, it's, angels and demons thing. I right, mean, right. it's like I mean, it's like a you know subculture. I it's mean, a, it's a, you guys are real. I mean, come on, Angel okay. of the Morning. Okay, real lofty here, but right, no, right. she's just like you know. So Angel of the Morning is a position. So let me show you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on the chair. So, it's like you, have, you guys you still hear me? Okay, so, so you're gonna put your leg over. Oh, Sorry, man. hold on. I knocked some stuff down while that was happening. I want to put it back up. There we go. But that. But guys, no, they, that was, what are you waiting to get in front of your microphone? But guys, that is often going to happen when you're doing the angel in the morning. <laughs> Things will break. You want to have insurance, oh, man. Um, I like to take Michael's poetic take on things. Yeah, yeah. And then, Bring it real down into the gutter. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I no, I agree with you. I think it would be really interesting if it was Angel in the Morning. But I think yeah, there's there's a thing. Now of you can angel also do a morning. reverse Angel of the Morning, and I'm going to show you how that works. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm sorry I brought it up. I just want to point out that I started the show by calling it an encounter. <laughs> um, trying to keep it clean. Uh, I, we so every word of this song is perfect. Yes. Um. The 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 lyrics are a hundred out of a hundred. Great job. Uh, to Chip, who wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, so it's interesting. It tells you so much with so little. I don't. Uh, I'll one second. But I just want to say the second line: "There's no need to take a stand." For it was I who chose to start. So we yeah. know exactly what's happening. Is is yeah. she's she's coming on to him, right? This is happening, and he's like, "Oh, but 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 no, you know, we can't. We're we're a good 1960s couple. Yeah. We can't yeah, possibly do love. this." And she's like. Cut the crap. Yeah. I know you want it. <laughs> like, I want it to. Like, don't, you don't have to do this pretend thing. Like, right. I'm the one who's starting this. Let's do this thing. Right. Um, yeah. Well, awesome. We both and know this is, what this is. This yeah. is 1968. It's, it was, the song was written in 1966. Mm-hmm. Um, the character is, is female. Right. Um, so this is, I think, revolutionary for the time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, I think that 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 line is great because it it does set everything up of you kind of don't feel sad for her then because she's saying, 
you know, you don't have to placate me with these ideas of, oh, we're not, you know, we're not in love and stuff like right. that. I'm aware of that. Right. But I want this. Right. This is, I am starting this. Yeah. Yeah. I and love it's interesting, the, um, I'm sorry, that I think it's in the Juice Newton version, which we'll talk about, the line is, I see no need to take me home. And in the original, it's, I see no reason to take me home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's something interesting to me about the the change of the word. Reason just seems sadder <laughs> for some reason. Right. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it almost yeah. seems more like, more thought through, right? Like. Yeah. I can't. I've I've tried to think of a reason why, and I I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas I, I there's no need to take me like, you don't need to do this. I'm fine. Right. There's no reason like no reason in the universe exists. Right. For you to take me home like that's we fine. can't we can't do this. We yeah. can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep bringing us back down. <laughs> you guys are really up in the clouds here with it. I'm gonna uh, bring it down. Well, speaking of up in the clouds, so I, I love it. the repetition of angel. Yeah. Call me angel of yeah. the morning. Angel, just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Like just her, her talking to him with these like pet names, mm-hmm. like just adds so much. Yeah. Um. So maybe the sunlight will be dim. Well, let me before you get yeah. to that verse. The the chorus is where we kind of establish the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Just touch my cheek before you leave me. She's sort of, she's anticipating him leaving her. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the song, the song does not take place in the morning. Right. No, it takes no, place. It's yeah. Night. It's the night before. Yeah. 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 And that's what she's saying. She's saying, I know you will leave in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. The sun's light will be dim. But there's, yeah, but, but yeah, there's all but, future tense. And she's, and she's saying like, you know, these are the things, I, these are the things I want in the morning yeah. <laughs> and then you can go. Breakfast. Also put the coffee up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. no, I think that's, the, that's why the then slowly turn away from me is, is really rough. Because she's saying, all I want is a touch on the cheek, like an acknowledgement. Don't yeah. sneak away. Just give an acknowledgement, and then and then you can head off. And that's the thing. She's not she's not asking, like, I know you guys are joking, but she's not asking for no. breakfast and coffee, right? No. Again, no. all she's saying is, just in the morning, when it's all over, and you're leaving me here all alone, just be nice about be it. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's, be nice. That's all I'm asking. Like, the, just the desperation of that. Of like, just, like, I know it's pretend. But it doesn't matter. Just pretend to be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be like, you know. But the, the the saddest part, I think, of the chorus is then slowly turn away from me. Yeah. Yeah. She's asking, like, don't sneak out. Right. Don't don't have your back to me the entire time as you're walking out. Just look at me. Right. And then you can turn away and yeah. never come back. Yeah. And that is so heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the sun's light will be dim. And it won't matter anyhow If morning's echo says we've sinned Well, it was what I wanted now And if we're victims of the night I won't be blinded by the light Because the other thing I want to bring out again, it's the 60s. Right. I think this thing about if the morning's echo says we sinned, I don't think that's to be taken lightly. I think yeah. this woman is genuinely concerned that she's going to go to hell for this, but it's still worth it. Or at least be judged. Judge, judgment, yeah. Right, but I'm saying. Yeah. But like she's talking about real sin here. 
but it's but her love for this man is still worth it that she's going to sin she's going to you know have relations outside of marriage but she knows she can't get this guy to marry her right so she will still face the potential some fires sort of, of hell yeah some sort yeah. of repercussion of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and also um, the the if morning's echo says we've sinned um or even maybe the sun's light will be dim like that's 100% walk of shame right yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, because she's, I mean, the, the thing that always got me is he's turning away from her, right? But she says, there's no reason, in the beginning, she says, there's no reason to take me home. Right. So they, they've got to be at, a, ho- at a hotel, hotel probably. probably. Like maybe, maybe not his motel. place. Well, how, Holiday I guess uh, one question is, uh, but... one question is, and, and, you know, we can slice the onion real thin on this. How old are they? I think they're I think they're old not older but I think they're probably in their 20s. You think so? I don't think they're teenagers. I don't think okay. they're it th- does not feel to me like a teenager thing. Cuz there's a huge difference, right? Yeah. In for for this in this context between high school, college and post college, right? No, I yeah. think they're they're definitely adults. There's a there's a level yeah. of maturity. Okay. In the to way this that, song. Well, yeah. she could be she, I mean, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying she could be like I think it would make sense that she would be like overly mature for her age, right? Like if this is like if this is like prom night, right? Maybe she is like he's immature, she right. is mature. But the only thing oh, I, yeah, I'm saying no, is like because yeah. like where are they? Are they at a are they at a party? You know what I mean? Or are they have they snuck off somewhere? You know to get away from their parents or whatever? Or are they or are they like? Old enough where they can like rent a hotel room. Yeah, I yeah, think they're. I think, I think they're. That. Yeah, I think they're. They're full on adults because okay. there's something about the way she's she's speaking to him that I also don't feel that he is immature. I don't think yeah, it's an I immaturity think he's receptive thing. Receptive to this. This is a, a, a an adult conversation, and it's not an immaturity thing where like you're not ready to settle down. It's that you're not ready to settle down with me. Oh yeah, you're absolutely. not ready yeah. to love me. Yes. You're not going to love me. Yes. So it's uh, I think I think they're just adults making adult decisions. Um, maybe at a bar mm-hmm. or at yeah. speed dating. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but I I yeah I think they're yeah. in full adult territory. Yeah, yeah. I mean again I just. I still come back. I feel like they know each other. Like it's not like no. I they think they're know. no. I think they're. I think they know each other. But I think they don't. But I don't think it's high school. I don't oh, think no, it's I college. Yeah, I don't fine. think it's just that they're at a party. They're at like a. They could be at a dinner party with mutual friends. Right. Right. You know, they know each other. But yeah, I think they know each other enough that there is emotion right. at least. Well, I'm only on saying like part. if it is a true one, like if they met in a bar, she's like, "My love can't bind your heart." Like you're a crazy person. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you just it's not met that. this person, it's like, not right? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's, I don't want that to be true. Well, and the the fact that if if they know each other, mm-hmm. and there there is some sort of established relationship there, um, platonic, it's sadder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. I want it to be sadder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the last line here, and I think we can all agree when she says, um, and if we're victims of the night, I won't be blinded by the light. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's not in the song, but I think we pretty much agree that, right, the boyfriend's probably Bruce Springsteen. And uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like, he's like, look, I know this might be like a slightly awkward time for this. He's super, that's a really good line. Do you mind if I, <laughs> <laughs> do you mind I, if I take that? Is that cool? Some, if I that use okay? that for something? Is that right? uh, and uh, if I had like kind of a hit with it and then weirdly man for man turns <laughs> into like something super weird and that was like a huge yeah. hit with it and you hear it all the time on Close Rock Radio and that's a really weird song. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I know you were pointing at your heart, but, but I'm just going to write it down. If that's, I'm going to get this napkin and write it down real quick. the lyrics. Is that okay? Right? Is that okay if I do that? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> 
I just thought she was talking to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the idea of we're victims of the night of that. This is just, I mean, this could be anything. Maybe they're at a party and they're both, I mean, she's, they, they could both be um, a little inebriated and it's yeah. just they're, they're victims of the night, meaning that they're just victims of this moment of, of yeah, passion yeah. or or they, they're not in their complete, um, what do you say, like? Right. right, I mind, guess they're right or, minds. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, but um, they don't. You they're know, not completely control their faculties. Yeah, so they're their just... faculties. They're not in complete control of their faculties because it's the '60s, and they're you know right. having I don't know Tom Collins or something. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> she's not going to wake up and mm. regret something. She's not no. going to be blinded by what she's saying right now. And I these again. Oh my god, this song is so good. And you're right. The lyrics, every word is so good because it, that is what that is. Is is I. If, oh my gosh, if we're, victims of, <laughs> if we're the victims of just be, like losing our inhibitions for a little bit, I'm not going to wake up with a regret of what I'm saying right now. I don't even think it's the regret. I think blinded by the light means in the morning, she's not going to think that this is more than it is. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So it's, I not, agree. it's not regret necessarily. It's, it's like the light of day is not going to make her change her mind. Right, right. Yeah. She She knows what this is at night. She's going to know what it is. Right. When she's walking home, and it's just a great poetic thing to be like a victim of the night. Yeah, right? like yeah. you're saying, like like this is not our fault. We are victims of this moment that yeah. we're in right now. Yeah, like there's there's no this was our fate. There's yeah. no way this could have been avoided. Like whatever happens, like right. this was always going to 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 happen. Yeah, um, we are victims of of the situation. Yeah, and it's yep. a nice kind of juxtaposition because. In 19, this was written in 1966. Um, they're victims of the night in that they're victims of this moment of passion where in 1966, most victims of the night were just murder victims. Right, right that's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, if you're going to go one way with it, hopefully victims of passion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot Definitely. of murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots yeah. of murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just call me Angel of the Morning. Angel, just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Uh, doesn't not nearly as poetic when you say it that way. <laughs> not at all. Just call me Angel <laughs> in the morning, all. Angel. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, then slowly turn away. I won't beg you to stay with me through the tears of the day of the year. Oh my the god! Years. So what she's saying is, is that on the outside, yep, I'm gonna act stoic. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, all right, this is great. Thanks. Just call me Angel in the morning. But inside, through through in the morning. Yeah. And through the years, this is going to destroy me. I'm going to be crying on the inside. Yeah. It's still going to affect me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to beg you, but when you turn away from me, <laughs> I'm going to start weeping. Because I want to. Yeah. Pretty I, hard. I also want to be clear. This is not a we'll sing in the sunshine situation. No. She right. wants this man to love her. Right. <laughs> yeah. like a, she wants him yeah. to stay, but if she will take, if this is the best she can get, this is she'll, she'll take, take this. Yeah. But this is not what she wants. Right, yeah. right. We'll sing in the sunshine. She is very clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get out. There is a contract. In, in one year, you get out. Yeah. This yeah. is this is transactional in that same way, but she wants him to stay. Like I said before, she will take only the physical in- intimacy if she right. can't get the emotional intimacy. She'll keep it to herself. Um, but it right. doesn't mean How that much it's this... not but it right. doesn't mean it's not affecting her yes. through the day or through the years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rough. Not just through the day, through the tears of, of the, the day. day. Yeah. Of the like, years. That she, day, and, she's going to be crying, and she might not stop. And again- She's just the woman is, who cries for years. And again, this is 
the night before, before anything she has knows happened. Gonna happen. She knows the outcome and she still understands I it's okay, even with all of that happening, I still want this. This with is all of that. This is a tragic update of uh If I Loved You from Carousel. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that it's a tragic update. Yeah. Because Carousel also did not end well. Yeah, but I'm talking about the song itself. <laughs> got it, got the it. I, I, I feel you. Yeah, I yeah. You. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> Go see Carousel. I've had it on my I've had it on my to watch list for the past <laughs> 60 years. Oh my gosh. Is there, is there a movie? There's a movie Carousel? version of Carousel, yes. yeah. I still won't watch it, but I was, <laughs> I was Gordon just Gordon McRae and Shirley Jones, it's, oh, it's, it's a delight. Oh, it's very good. They're very good. It has some issues to it, but it's very good. It sounds great. Anyway. I love it. Um, but it's so true. This, if, I mean, I assume, look, guys, but, you, in a way, and I don't, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I feel like I don't need to watch it, right? I know what it's about. <laughs> it's about talking carousel horses. Yes. Yep, that's right. Who are trapped forever, yeah. going round and round and round. Mm-hmm. And they go on right? adventures. And then one day a monkey shows up. That's and right. the monkey has a magic amulet that can free them from the carousel. Hey, you've got it. And the question is, are they going to leave and become real horses, or are they going to stay and make the children happy? Yep. And it's a beautiful story, yep. but I don't need to see the movie. I understand. <laughs> I got it. It's a cartoon. On the nose. Um, <laughs> on the nose. But it, With I Gordon say... McRae and Shirley Jones doing voices. Frank Sinatra was supposed to do a voice, but he quit. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this. It is. I will buy that movie. Right? Yeah, we're on it. Um, okay. It's going to be Carousel, but with a with a K instead of a C, so we uh-huh. don't have to worry about copyright. <laughs> um, but I will say this. Uh, it is a one-sided If I Loved You, because If I Loved You, they are both talking about yes, saying, saying oh, I don't love you, If I Loved You, but I don't, I don't really love you, but they both love each other. Yeah. This is much more like, it's not If I Loved You, it's that I'm going to pretend that I don't, from one side, I know you don't, right. but I'm going to pretend that I don't just so we can get it on Yeah, for a night. <laughs> Have an encounter. No, I don't. No, do it. <laughs> do it. So. These positions in the one night stand. Yeah. So first. What first, that? first Anyway. First we're going to do an Angel of the Morning. Uh-huh. Then a Tom Collins. <laughs> then you flip over, we're going to do a Carousel. Have you seen that movie? And then a sing in the sunshine. <laughs> we'll finish with a sing in the sunshine, and then, uh, and then I'll, 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 need, I'll need three wet towels afterwards to clean up. But I w- we would do a juice Newton, but there's not enough time. <laughs> I'd have to stretch first. Oh my gosh! Uh, anyway, this right. is a heart wrenching song. <laughs> Uh, about two people doing it. there's anything I think more tragic than that bridge mm-hmm. is the the bridge if you will to the 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 next chorus the where she says baby baby uh-huh. there's such an intensity to that to the repetition of it and in the three I guess biggest versions of this song mm-hmm. um they're all different and they all like kind of give you a different sort of 
feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which we could talk about now. We could talk about later. What do, what do you what do you want to do? Should we ask the carousel horses? <laughs> Please. Well, I I will say this: the the baby babies are very good. Something about the Pretenders version gets me every time. With Where they repeat baby, it because it twice. Just, they repeat it twice. They say, baby, 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 baby. The yeah. Jesus Newton version is a, a drawn out a baby. Long, a long baby. Yeah. The, there's something about that that seems much more like just a longing to it. See, I feel like the 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 Merrily Rush version to me sounds there's like a sadness to it. Mm-hmm. The Pretenders version there's like a longing, right? And the right. Juice Newton version there's almost like an empowerment with that. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, baby. I like can see that. And that was you know decades after the original, right? Um, but yeah, it's a different feeling in each of the three. Yeah, main totally. Versions. Yeah, but that. Regardless of how it's sung, that baby baby yeah. is not the Amy Grant song, is so heartbreaking and right. like just is this culmination of the emotion of the emotion of the song, I think. Yeah, yeah. Can I say one thing? Yes. In response to that? Yes. Stop for a minute. <laughs> baby, I'm so glad you're mine. Oh yeah. And ever since the day you put my heart in motion, man, I realize that there's just no getting over you. Is that baby baby or is that a different song? I don't it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> no, it's for all the same, same song. But <laughs> Guys, Amy Grant used to be a thing. Oh God, she's still a thing. She was huge. She I know, but at the time, she's huge. not a. She had a pop album in pop music. She was a. Thing. When was the last time you heard an Amy Grant song that you did not put on yourself? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I always put on. Amy I'm just Grant saying she was that huge. album is incredible. Every she was Sunday, huge every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Gospel music. <laughs> no, Amy Grant was huge at the time. I'm just saying she in, she in terms disappeared. of pop, but she. No, she's still working. She. Oh, I know. Well, she's is a big Christian artist, right? Yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. before yeah. that. Well, I don't, but we didn't realize at the time that that's that's what she was talking. She was, you know, she's talking about baby Jesus. No, I don't know. Um, anyway, we're gonna. This is our other podcast called <laughs> Finding Amy Grant. So. You know what else? A good she's song. Like, every episode is her just being like, "Guys, I'm right I'm here. Right I don't understand here. what the Actually, problem is." I will say this: I heard yeah. "I Will Remember You" on the radio the other day. How does that one? That's go? her. You're thinking of the Sarah McLaughlin song. Yep, I am. Um. Are you I'm not sure it wasn't it the Sarah McLaughlin okay. song? Very sure, because okay. that song's great. Do, 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 do. <laughs> anyway, this is not about Amy Grant. There's also... Um, Look, this dog is sad, is sad. <laughs> it's Sarah McLaughlin, right? Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, what's the other... There's a really great song on that. All right. We can move on. Every Heartbeat. For maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Every Heart. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. Glad that we held out for it. <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> worth the wait. <laughs> Anyway, you know, 20 minutes in let's stop talking about Amy Grant why don't you guys just hang out for a little bit I'm going to think about that record for a while um, uh, I, mean, anyway. I, I love her grandfather Ulysses S like, I love a lot about Amy Grant okay um, she also has a really good Christmas album she has a good I'm most sure wonderful does, time of the year she's, That's you hear that on the radio she's, she's her most wonderful I guess that well that doesn't Christmas music doesn't count though come on Michael right. you're all kinds of weird stuff <laughs> um, all right it's the only time I hear the the guy who did the voice of Tony the Tiger on the radio. Anything else 
about this. Uh, no, song. I'm weeping now. But um, aside from that, it's fine. This is uh, this is one of my favorite songs. This is a song so where good. this comes on the radio or this comes on anything. A person tries to change the channel, I will break <laughs> their fingers. No, because, and we know it's great. It's so like, good because you don't hear it that often. At least no. this, again in in my world, maybe you guys are different. <laughs> but I, you know, I like once every year or so. Yeah, I'll hear it somewhere, and I'm just like. Man, this is good. So good. Really it's good. It's so good. You know, if I heard it every day, I might like get sick of it. I don't think you would. It's well, it's such... a little overwrought. I'm just saying, it's a little overwrought. I might, but like, just just the, every once in a while when it comes up, and I'm just like, oh yeah, man, I'm in. This I'm is, in. I'll this is great. You, this is a this is a looking out a rainy window. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, I can only cry so much, you know. But like, <laughs> this is uh, one of those songs that though that if it does come on the radio or something, like just you stop everything. Yeah. yeah, and you just listen to it. It's great, and then you rock out. Oh to yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, it is interesting though. We don't. We talked about this being kind of revolutionary that it was from from a female perspective. We don't hear his perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, maybe what if he's like, no, 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 no. I, I want to marry you. Right. And she's like, no, you, <laughs> you just. Just you turn away. Turn away. <laughs> it, it's fine. Leave me in the way. No, this no. whole thing is reverse psychology. She's yeah, like, yeah. you need to leave. Uh, we've been married for six years. <laughs> you please stop with this? No, just leave in the morning. Yeah, seriously, yeah, just I'm going go. to work. I'll be back <laughs> at six. I'm changing the locks. <laughs> no, if you could just go and maybe take out a couple frozen waffles. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Great. Um, uh, if you could just call me Angel in the morning and also pick up our son from <laughs> preschool this afternoon, that would be oh, that would really help me. Thank you so much. Oh man. Um, yeah. Now. I'll see you at three when we meet with the realtor. We're going to buy a bigger house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, the, the you know, the fact that this is from a female perspective and, you know, and she's the aggressor, obviously. And yeah. in some ways it's... Well, aggressor, I wouldn't... No, but I'm, but I'm saying, she, like... She initiates. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. coming, she's, you know, initiating it, right? Which I'm saying, I'm only saying that because that's weird for the time. Yeah. Right? It was... The boys are the crazy horn dogs, and the the girls, you know, are the don't don't want they don't want it. You know, it was the lay there and think about England, like school of you know uh, sexual relations. So, you know, the the fact that again she's initiating it, and that in 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 some ways it's almost weirder the fact that they're like acknowledging like the emotional impact of this, right? Because that's yeah. the other thing. It was like right. when you did discuss this stuff it was always like oh crazy like beach you know beach party horn dog like look at the girls in bikinis kind of stuff like not not taking into the the fact that this stuff matters right this has right. like an emotional impact it's yeah. not just like fun like 60s like you know loose fun times like it's <laughs> like it actually like this stuff can have an effect on people yeah um, 60s is, Loose Fun Times is my favorite album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's and and that position. The 60s, <laughs> but the the that, yeah. uh, no no. In all in all seriousness, that can get you killed, people. I, I <laughs> want careful. you careful out there when you're doing 60s Fun Times. Um, but to your point though, like there 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 is something almost. I mean, we're kind of looking at it from a modern perspective. Like this must have been so controversial in the 60s that you're sort of talking this bluntly. Right. about like <clears throat> an encounter yeah. um that there is almost a showing the emotional side of it mm-hmm. there is almost like a uh 
I don't want to say morality, but like, like there, there is that kind of, it, they're not presenting it as just like 60s fun time. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It no. has, there has. Uh... And again, like we always talk about like, I mean, it's not like, yes, it was, it was more reserved time, but like people understood this stuff. Right. right? It like, still this... happened. I don't think they did. No, I, I think they did. But you know, it was just like. You've watched the Dick Van Dyke show, right? <laughs> <laughs> separate bedroom, separate bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, again, like you know, it, it's it's and 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 the fact that I mean, I'm sure you'll get into. It. I don't know for a fact, but I'm assuming the song was written to be sung by a woman, as opposed to something like, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, like every recording that I've ever found has been by women. Oh, and right. like what's that other song that they that we, like different drum or something? Oh, different drum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. It's yeah. like you know that seems revolutionary, but obviously it was written. It was written originally for a male to be sung by a man. The yeah. fact that it's the gender flip was what makes it so. Yeah. Unusual, right. but that was not what was intended, right? This is what was intended, yeah. presumably. So. Yeah. And just to sort of put it in perspective, um, "We'll Sing in the Sunshine" was 1964. Mm-hmm. This this version of the song was 1968, but it was written in 1966. Mm-hmm. And um, the Linda Ronstadt Stone Ponies version of "Different Drum" was 1967. Right. So it was that time. It was that time. That yeah. we started. So this to, was this yeah. was right in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like three songs that just. Completely different perspective from anything else that was yeah. out there. All right. Three and awesome one of the few songs. Song, yeah. Three awesome songs. One of the few songs from the 60s that weren't about surfboards. So True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, man. It's all people did. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, what if she was like, by the way, surf's up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we got to get out there. So She just throws in a California <laughs> it's out of nowhere. Uh, That's the, the original. Baby, baby, surf's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Expanded Universe. Uh, what what do we got? Uh, well, clearly this takes place in the same. It is. I don't think it's the same person who did "We'll Sing in the Sunshine," but it is definitely. In, they're they're definitely in like a phone chain, like talking to each other about their experiences, right? <laughs> right. Or there's like a menu of options where it's like, well, we can sing in the sunshine for a year. Or also, if you need something a little more short term, <laughs> yeah, yeah. here you go. Here's one one night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. There, or it could be after the guy leaves and we'll sing in the sunshine. She's like, "This is, this was a bad idea." Right. And then you yeah. know, meet somebody else, and she's like, she falls madly in love. No, don't you do that. <laughs> don't you do that to her. Don't do you that allow? To that song. No, you allow. <laughs> we'll sing in the sunshine to be the way it is. Okay. You don't make her fall in love. I, I will don't not. do that to her. I will not. And then make her feel like she needs to have somebody. She knows what she wants. <laughs> I like Rachel's. Uh, I do like Rachel's idea though that like we'll say in the sunshine like she has like a like an order form. It's like okay, <laughs> yep. pick yep. one from column A, <laughs> one from column A, and two from column B, and then and then your soda. Uh, <laughs> and then hand that in if you want a deluxe. Uh, bring that to your server. <laughs> <laughs> that it's goes only, with fries. Yeah, only a, a draft drink. No bottles. <laughs> Do I no. get free refills? Uh, no. Angel of the morning, not mm-hmm. angel of the refills. Thank you so much. By the way, it is going to be filled with ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I already told you guys, you know, I think it's Bruce Springsteen is the, yeah. is yep, the, yep. uh, the, the boyfriend there, um, you know. In our first run, mm-hmm. did we do the song, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is definitely in that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. like the Bizarro version of that. Right. Where that one is just like a random person, and it's like, that's all I want, because this is a ba- it's about having a baby. Well, that's it. All I want to make love to you, that was, that was the the secret at the end of that, That most because yeah. most people think it's a song, all I want to do is make love to you, which, you know, yeah. at least by that point made sense for a woman to be singing, like, I don't want any emotional right, attachments. Right. But 
the last verse of that song reveals that what she really wants is a baby. Right. So she right. wants she wants this guy to be with her just so that she can get pregnant, which is insane. And yeah. we, I spent a long time talking so, about on that episode yeah. that that's what that song's really about. So this is the Bizarro version, which is like, because she just picks that guy up and she's like, it's not even about love whatsoever. Right. This is about love. She knows the person. And so this is, yeah, this is, I don't even remember. This that is part. all I want to do is make love to you. But with a, with a mustache and goatee, like a, like an evil Spock. Yeah. <laughs> right? I yeah. just, I, all I remember about that song wasn't, didn't his car break down in the rain or her car break down? <laughs> Somebody's car breaks so there was down. A, the I, I don't know. I thought it was a song about cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also pretty sure that this song takes place in Harper Valley. Okay. Oh yeah, this is a scandal. This is a Harper Valley scandal. Yeah, this is this is definitely like the kind of thing that uh, when she gets up in front of that classroom, yeah, she's talking about this. Oh, and yeah. by the way, that morning I saw you wearing the party dress that you wore the <laughs> night before. Isn't that right, with Angel? With a broken heel. <laughs> Isn't that right, Angel? <laughs> is her name actually Angel? <laughs> yep, be, I think so. Just call me Angel in the morning. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's your name. That's your name. That's your name. Yeah, and then you yeah. call me Angel at night, and then Angel around noon. <laughs> yeah. Call me, call me Angel around lunchtime, because <laughs> uh, I'll be there for lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also wondering it could be the downstairs neighbor from Knock Three Times. Maybe they finally got together, and Tony Orlando was just like, "Oh, this isn't gonna work." Out. <laughs> Changes his mind. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought I wanted you to knock three times. Turns out, no. I just want to knock one time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Michael, I disagree. Tony's in for the long haul. He is. It's Tony's true. a Marion type. T- Tony's more about the emotional attachment. Yes. Yeah. He's, it's he's, true. he's not a one and done. <laughs> yeah, and she she says, "Just call me Angel in the morning," and uh, he says, "He won't love you like I love you." Right. It's a Tony Orlando song. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Got um, it. yeah. You lost me there. Oh, it's such a good song too. Yeah, because also when she says, uh, "I'm old enough to face the dawn," again, to- <laughs> again, Tony says, "Look, I know this is awkward, but that's a really good name for, a band. for maybe like a backup vocal yeah. group." Is that okay if I take that? <laughs> like, I know this is a, not a good time, but. Also, Bruce, could you get out of here for a second? I just want to talk to Angel real quick. No, you're next. You're next. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm old enough to face the dawn in Tony. Like, you know that that's two people, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of them's on Give Me a Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Wait, I got more. No, I, please. Yeah. I'm also wondering if this is Jesse's girl. Nope. Good. Okay. Good. Good disagreement. Good discussion. No. Why do you think it's Jesse's Tell girl? me why, and I'll tell you why not. So maybe the guy is Rick Springfield. Nope. And uh, now she has to go back to Jesse. No, you're wrong. Here's why. Okay. Rick Springfield was in love with her. Yeah. He would not. He would not. That's the opposite of what is happening. He's longing for her. She's not longing for him. She barely knows he exists. Maybe that's she the whole point know. of that song, Michael. That's what, and that's what's the unusual. The whole point of that song. 90% of songs are about guys pining after women, right? That's what's yeah. unusual about this song is it's the other way around. I nice. wasn't really paying attention in that episode. Because <laughs> most, because most, you're like it's just a song about a woman and man. That's what I assume. Because most songwriters are men, yeah, and they're they, you know, they think only their emotions matter. Yeah, that only. Well, it's they interesting. The song be... was written by a man. Right, yeah, okay. it's true. Well, that um, shut me up. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, now I look like a real jerk in front of all the podcast <laughs> listeners. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Literally dozens of people <laughs> think, <laughs> think that you're a real jerk. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I could think is that this encounter might have taken place on an elevator. Oh, it could have. It could have. Either oh, it's up yeah, or yeah. down from, but I'll tell you what, it is not. does not have Paul, what's his name? Paul Nicholas. Nicholas. Paul Nicholas. It does, he's not involved in it. I don't know. I just I Because think that is, nobody is 
ever been in fact this infatuated with Paul Nicholas. This is the only way that we're ever going to work Heaven on the Seventh Floor into an expanded universe, <laughs> so we had to do it. I was hoping you were saying this is until we do love in an the elevator. song "Love in an Elevator." Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that this was happening real fast. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "We got three floors to get this done." Look, look, yeah, 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 yeah. The strings won't play hands of eleven hours. Let's let's do this quick. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Just just call me Angel of the uh, of the sporting goods section. Okay, <laughs> let's go. It's one of those really tall skyscrapers where the elevator goes straight up to like the eightieth floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in the wrong elevator, bank man. Uh, All right. Anything else? That's it. Cool. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song. Which story behind the story? I'm Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Josh. And I'm Skinner. And we host PredictoCast. On this podcast, we watch the first 10 minutes of movies we know nothing about and then try to predict what happens next. It's like very low stakes gambling. We've covered movies with talking dogs, fake legs, sexual medical dummies, and Santa Claus. New episodes are released every week and you can find us wherever you get podcasts or at PredictoCast.com. We predict you're going to love this show. All right, we're back. It's time for... Story behind the story. You guys know how this show works. Uh, <laughs> I come on. And if you don't, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. We're glad to have you here. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. We're out. We're done. All right, let's talk about the history of this song. I'm sure it's going to be interesting. So, Michael, what do you got? So, Angel of the Morning, the version that we're talking about is the the first hit version that's Merrily Rush and the Turnabouts, was released on February 7th, 1968. Was there an earlier version uh, than the hit version, or? Yes. So, oh, okay, okay. we'll get into that. All right, go on. This version went to, on the Hot 100, went to number seven, number 32 on the adult contemporary charts. The Canada RPM top singles went to number one. Wow. Canada. It's a big deal. Canadians are more melancholy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So Angel in the Morning was written in 1966 by Chip Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, what a the, 60s name. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
The song he said, yeah, it sounds like he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. The song he said was inspired by Ruby Tuesday by the Rolling Stones. I can see um, that. I can see that. And he said that it was written in about 20 minutes. Oh, I hate when they do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just toil over this Say for days? Say you toiled over it. So he says that he was, quote, playing chords over and over and humming nonsense melodies when there'll be no strings to bind my hands came out, and I had no idea what it meant. It gave me such a physical chill that I wrote it down. It came so fast after that. Ooh. Yeah. yeah like, like it. Divine inspiration. Yeah, right? Yeah, there's, uh, God, talented people are the worst. Oh, they suck. It's <laughs> the worst. Make the rest of us feel like. Uh. So anyway, originally the song was offered to Connie Francis, and her team turned it down because they thought it was too risque. Yeah, she's right. I think it was, they were right, yeah. It was too risque for Connie Francis. I don't know. I mean, Stupid Cupid was pretty <laughs> where oh, the, the boys stupid, are. Oh, the Stupid Cupid. Oh, yes. <laughs> Threw my back out one time. <laughs> Uh, the worst part was having to lie about how I did my bad yeah, right? She just slept wrong, I guess. <laughs> Stupid Cupid, you're a real mean guy. I'd like to clip your wings so you can fly. I'm in love and it's a crying shame. So the first recording of the song was by Evie Sands, but shortly after it was released, her record company went bankrupt and the single was unpromoted, so it went nowhere. Awkward. Aww. Yeah. A few more recordings happened in the intervening years. One was by a singer from the UK named Billy Davis. Kiki D sang backing vocals on that Whoa, record. I yeah. love Kiki D. How old was Kiki? She must have been young. Really young. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, when was... Don't go breaking my heart. Yeah, it's like 74. Like, yeah. Oh, is it that early? I thought it was later. I thought it was like early not, 70s. Not that yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, it's always so funny because we, like, we think like... You know, this is what, like 66 or whatever. And it's like 74. Like that feels like it's so long. It's like, oh yeah, it was only like seven years. It's well, just like, right, if right. You look things at pictures, were so different. Yeah, if you look at pictures from 1966 and pictures from 1974, all right. of a sudden, like, how did clothes get so much bigger? Right. right. And, <laughs> and so much more. Yeah, in such a short period of time. Yeah. It's like you put water on them and they just, <laughs> <laughs> the lapels expanded. <laughs> yeah. So the song's first success came with the hit recording by Marilee Rush in 1968. She was the lead singer of The Turnabouts, and while they were touring with Paul Revere and the Raiders in 1968, they stopped in Memphis, and they were recording songs for an upcoming album at uh, American Sound Studios. While they were recording, she was discovered by Tommy Cogbill, a producer, who was looking for someone to sing Angel of the Morning. Nice. Wow. Yeah, he'd been, I guess... Carrying around a demo for years. And and they just happened to be in town. Yeah. Wow. And heard her singing on her album and said, hey, sing this. That's great. So, so, I mean, I think one thing that we've touched on before is the marriage of song and singer. Yes. Or performer. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's that early version of Harbor Valley PTA. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, like when I listen to it, there's yeah. nothing where I'd be like, oh, this is not good. It's just not the same. There's just, there's something about. The magic is lacking. Yeah. Right, and it, right. and it's, you wonder how many songs never found yeah. their person, and, right? Yeah. How many lost great songs are there that they just never found the right person to do? Right. Right. And the crazy thing is that this song, I think these three hits 
the strange thing is the three voices are fairly different, but they all really match the song. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And then there are other versions of the song that are really good, mm-hmm. but there's just something about these three. Yeah. Yeah. Something about these three, because no matter what, the song is always going to be great. Right, right. And anybody who sings it, it's going to be good. And right. then if you get a great singer singing, it's going to be really, really good. But there's just something about these three voices. Right. Yeah. But it's not even about great. I mean, obviously, they're all great. And obviously, you need someone who's great, right? But there's just that that unexplained alchemy yeah. mm-hmm. between, like, you know. And it can even be, like, there there have been songs written by, like, great people, like, great musicians. But then someone will cover that. And it's like, oh, right, that's the way this song yes. was always meant to be, right? Like, even, like, Leonard Cohen's version of Hallelujah is not good. Like, it wasn't until the cover <laughs> yeah. versions came along where someone was like, and obviously, like, he's, a, you know, he's great, but someone else took it and turned it into something that's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so much better. And it's, again, how many orphan songs are out there that you'll just never, you know, just never found the right person to sing them. Yeah. And so, you know, you never, the, the greatness of them was never unlocked. Like, this is just a perfect, there's something about her voice that, again, you can, you hear that desperation. And yes. the other, and like the Juice Newton version and the Pretenders version are both great, but obviously they're taking their cues from the Turnabout's version. Like it would, it, they probably would have never, covered that song with you know without this one existing right even though it was an existing song so. right and they probably wouldn't have covered it because the song probably would have gone completely forgotten that's what right. I'm saying. yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's like you know it's it's just it's such a interesting thing to think about how do you find that you know and obviously it probably takes a great producer like you know if this guy what was his name tommy Coghill, was just like oh that's this is the voice i've been looking for for this song but yeah. you just never know like how it's gonna come together yeah yep. her voice like it has that sadness but also like there is a strength in it right which is totally needed for the song and it's totally in character yeah, and yeah. it just works perfectly yeah it's great mm-hmm. yeah so let's think about that for a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> let's do on that um what's interesting is so the record is credited to merrily rush and the turnabouts mm-hmm. i think she recorded it with studio musicians wow that was a very 60s yeah thing yeah, like, they were the studio was recording. They would just like credit yeah. it to like the turnabouts. Band, they're but... they're just the um, touring band. Then no, I think she just was in the studio and recorded it. I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but yeah, I mean the turnabouts were in town. They were there. Yeah, <laughs> they were all on tour. <laughs> but yeah, I mean again, that's a very not always, but that is a very common thing that you know, like however it was recorded would be like you know a completely different band would do it and they would just like no we'll just we'll say it with these guys like yeah. you know yeah. nobody cared yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. basically right. back then so after nine weeks the song peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 mm-hmm. the week of June 29th 1968 and it stayed there for three weeks nice it replaced Think by Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. which moved to number eight that week mm-hmm. and this is my favorite thing charts let's do it Ahead of it were, so Angel of the Morning was number seven. Number six was Moni Moni by Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah. Number five was The Look of Love by Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66. Okay. Number four was Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. Yes. <laughs> by Ohio Express. Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. I used to listen to uh, the oldies radio station here in New York. I don't know if they still do it, but back in the day, they used to play like the like, you know, top. 10 songs of this week in 1960, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, Yummy, Yummy, Yummy was one of the songs. And it's the only time I've ever heard a DJ apologize <laughs> before playing a song. But he's like, look, it was on the chart. I got to do it. Uh, I think he even cut it short. But, oh, man, that song. About 30 seconds in, he's like, you, you, you get with it. Yeah, it going. He's got love in his tummy. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, really, doesn't really take off from here. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. I got love in my tummy. And I feel like I'm loving you. So, Yummy, Yummy, Yummy and Angel of the Morning existed simultaneously on the charts. That's not surprising, but... Number three was, there's another great song, MacArthur Park by Richard Harris. I love his Richard mm-hmm. Harris version. That's yeah. Nice. The Donna Summer version's amazing, too. Oh, so good. It's a great Jimmy Webb song. Number two, The Horse by Cliff Nobles and Company. Ne- I know that one. Never heard of it. And number one was This Guy's In Love With You by Herb Alpert. Way to go, Herb Alpert. Such a good song. Herb Alpert. So Angel of the Morning went to number one, as I said, in Canada, also in Australia, and in New Zealand. Hmm. This recording was Grammy-nominated for Best Contemporary Pop Female Vocalist, along with nominees Barbara Streisand for Mm -hmm. the song Funny Girl, Dionne Warwick for Do You Know the Way to San Jose, Aretha Mm -hmm. Franklin for I Say a Little Prayer, which is funny because Dionne Warwick also recorded that song. Those Were the Days by Mary Hopkin, which, by the way, is another story song that we will be doing in the future. So stay <laughs> tuned. The winner was Dionne Warwick. But, nice. you know, Marilyn Rush was nominated. Uh, there were notable... She could, she could see that coming. Dionne Warwick. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> of her psychic That's friends. Right. <laughs> psychic friends <joke. laughs> oh, I'm not wow. above it. <laughs> <laughs> So there have been several notable covers of the song, or, yeah. or several covers by notable artists, including um, recordings by Nina Simone, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's Nina Simone, so it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That that version is beautiful. Bonnie Tyler okay. uh, mm-hmm. recorded it in the early 90s. It sounds like okay. it was recorded in the early 90s. <laughs> uh, Olivia Newton-John, Skeeter Davis, and uh, The Pretenders, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Yes. The most famous cover... And actually, the most successful version of the song was released by country pop singer-songwriter Juice Newton. Just call me angel of the morning, angel. Just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Just call me The cover was released in February of 1981 as the first single from her album, Juice, which also contained her hit singles, Queen of Hearts. well done which was her biggest hit and the sweetest thing I've ever known Uh, other songs you might know Juice Newton from are Love's Been a Little Bit Hard on Me and Break It to Me Gently a cover of the Brenda Lee song yeah Mm -hmm. but but what you know her from is Queen of of Hearts it's Queen of Hearts and the song you would know the other songs Mm, okay I guarantee you (laughs) would I guarantee you would know Love's Been a Little Bit Hard on Me yeah really yeah. Okay. Or maybe you would. I don't you, know. I say that to a lot of things. You a lot from us. Yeah. And I, I, you're, you just, I mean, the batting average. You know, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. We're it's, just it's, not, we're not in your world. Yeah. When you're like, oh, you know a lot of Juice Newton songs. Yeah. The answer is, <laughs> no, no I do not. We all know the top 15. But <laughs> let me tell you about. <laughs> I mean, they're, oh, they're on heavy rotation in my world. But yeah. That's what we're saying. That's but right. I guess. It's not the same thing. Cool. <laughs> I know. Look, if there's one thing you guys know about me, I love a woman whose first name is a breakfast food. Yeah. Like, yeah. But outside of that, like I Waffles love... Waffles McGinty. Yep. 
1940s actress. Ch- chocolate croissant, <laughs> McGillicuddy, huge fan. Oatmeal Jones. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just saying. Cream of wheat, Vivian Vance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee and cigarettes. Um, All right. So the video for Angel of the Morning was the first country song played on MTV. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Although it's not really country, but she's sort of a country slash pop artist. You know, crossover. The Juice Newton recording was nominated for a 1982 Grammy for female pop vocal performance, same mm-hmm. category as the Merrily Rush version. Okay. Along with Kim Carnes for Betty Davis Eyes, mm-hmm. Sheena Easton for For Your Eyes Only, mm-hmm. Olivia Newton John for Physical, and the winner of the award, Lena Horne for The Lady and Her Music. Hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know that one. No, but. I don't either. It, uh, it's uh, the cast album from her Broadway show. Oh, okay, Grammys gotcha, gotcha. are weird, They're weird, like yeah, because it could yeah, be that's strange. best female pop vocal performance can either be a full album, a single, or like a song on the album. Yeah, that's weird. It's just the Grammys. Come on, they got to get their stuff together. together. I mean, at this point, like you know, it's only been what forty years, forty fifty years. They need to, to get or it not. together, and they have consistently not. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? <laughs> So the Juice Newton cover, as I said, was the most successful version. It reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 the week of May 2nd, 1981, after 11 weeks on the chart, and it would stay there for four weeks. Also in the top ten that week were number seven, Betty Davis Eyes by Ken Carnes, number six, Rapture by Blondie, number five, Kiss on My List by Daryl Hall and John Oates, number three, Being With You by Smokey Robinson, number two... Just the Two of Us by Grover Washington Jr. with Bill Withers. And number one was Morning Train 9 to 5 by mm. Sheena Easton. Yay. Sheena what Easton. a week. What a week. Sheena Easton, also the person that I often think is Juice Newton and <laughs> vice versa. Because every time I hear Morning Train, I go, wait, is this Juice Newton? Or <laughs> is this? No, this is someone else. Juice this isn't Juice Newton, but it's also called 9 to 5, which is Dolly Parton's song. Well, it was 9 to 5 in England, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 See, I know stuff. <laughs> it also went to number two on the country charts, number one on the adult contemporary chart, number one in Canada, number five in New Zealand, number two in Australia. Mm. The other, I think, most famous version of the song is the Pretenders version. And if we're victims of the night, I won't be blinded by the light. Just They covered the song in uh, 1995. It was featured in the Friends episode, the one with the baby on the bus, season two, episode six, uh, mm-hmm. which aired November 2nd, 1995. Mm-hmm. It was performed by Chrissy Hine. The song was featured on the Friends soundtrack album and released as a single, but did not chart. Hmm. It's the Was this with the smelly cat where she's playing in the... In the coffee shop, I think so. I think it's yeah. where she she's she's she like hired. replaces yeah. Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As the she's, singer in the right Central Park. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> it's, all right. it's all right. The melody of the song was mm-hmm. used by Shaggy. Oh, sure. For oh, his 2001 yeah. single. Sure, they are my angel. Really 
stick I to know, the original love feel it, to it. <laughs> I, I, but there's not, I mean, that's not the feel of the song or the it. point of the song. No. Come on. If you could, if you could turn Islands of the Stream with the Ghetto Superstar, <laughs> and I will <laughs> the say door's this, wide open. Imagine the guy version, like she sings Angel of the Morning, and right. then back to her, the guy yeah, yeah. sings Shaggy's Angel. Well, that's, that's, She'd be like... I'm over it. Never mind. <laughs> that's, I'm, done. I'm rethinking that's this whole fine. thing. Well, that's, that's fine. That's what we she don't need hears. To do this. You know, as he leaves, he's going down the stairs and be like, "Show to your my angel, <laughs> you're my darling angel." <laughs> and she's just like, "What have I done?" <laughs> What's interesting about the the Shaggy song, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're gonna talk about Shaggy for a while. Let's do it. Is I'm ready. the song also features the bass line of the Joker by the Steve Miller band. Wow. So Chip Taylor and Steve Miller have writing credit on a Shaggy song. It's okay. so weird how that stuff yeah. happens. So let's talk a little bit about Chip Taylor. Let's. He was born on March 21st, 1940 in Yonkers, New York. His birth name is James Wesley Voigt. What? That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. His brother is Academy Award winner John Voigt. What? And his niece is Academy Award winner Angelina Jolie. That's crazy. Yeah. What? Why did he change it to Chip? Why did he change it to Chip Taylor? Well, well, did he want to like stand out on his own? Was John Voight the In 1966, I don't think he Not really, right? I don't think so. What? That's so weird. Right? Why How would crazy he do that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand you, Chip. I mean, like you said, Chip Taylor just sounds like a 60s name. It really does. Yeah. Do you want to be a radio DJ or a golf pro? Because those are two... <laughs> I'm Chip Taylor. Taylor. I don't know. So he's still active as a singer and songwriter, having recorded 23 solo albums, but he's best known as the writer of Angel in the Morning and Wild Thing. He wrote Wild Thing? Yeah. That's crazy. A hit in 1966 for the Trogs and covered in a legendary performance by Jimi Hendrix. Maybe Mm -hmm. you've heard of him. Uh Uh, It was the closing number of his set at the 1967 Monterey Pop Festival. Uh, where his guitar somehow caught on fire. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just burst into flames because yeah, he was, was weird. playing it so hard. Yeah, no, it was defective. He actually sued the company. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, Fender, I'm going to own you. <laughs> uh, Michael, I think you also failed to mention that it uh, propelled the Indians to their pennant win. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In the 80s. That's right. That, so... and that peel off uh, yeah, cutout yeah, yeah, of yeah. the. Chip Taylor's other notable songs include Try Just a Little Bit Harder by Janis Joplin. That song is is amazing. Yeah. Um, The live version of that song is also very, very good. Yeah. And uh, I Can't Let Go, uh, which was a hit for the Hollies in 1969 and for Linda Ronstadt in 1980. I I feel like I know that song. I probably know that song. You know that song? Okay. I don't know. You don't. You don't know just Newton songs. <laughs> I don't know what you know anymore. Um, his songs have been recorded by artists including Aretha Franklin, Dusty Springfield, Frank Sinatra, Emmylou Harris, Bobby Bear, Anne Murray, Willie Nelson, Jackie DeShannon, Barbara Lewis, and Waylon Jennings. And he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame on June 9th, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, it's amazing. Way to go, Chip. I hope, yeah. the, I hope the deliberations was just them playing this song <laughs> yeah. and then being like, "Huh? Come on." Come on! Come on! Come on! I think they got as far as there'll be no strings to bind your hands. Come on. And they were just like, he's in. He's in. He's, he's in. in. That's it. They got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There'll be no. I got it. I they got, got the rest. It. He's in. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. Great. A great background for a great, great song. Yeah. Oh, man. Love it. So good. Mm hmm. 
so good. And I just, I, you know, live how many other great songs? Because, like, this random guy finds this, you know, random producer. She's coming through town, matches them together. How many songs out there just never got their chance? Right. Yeah. It's true. That's all I can think about. It's true. Uh, but yes. at least this one did. Cause... How many Shaggy songs? That's <laughs> true. Oh my God. Oh, no. How many Shaggy songs Think how could different have been. the world would have been for been. Shaggy. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Oh, Does everyone know that Shaggy's not the guy who's singing? I want to be clear on that. No. Everyone knows that, right? Wait, what? The guy who's the guy like, is, show the uh, my angel. That is not Shaggy. Shaggy's Shaggy the guy who's like, yeah, like in the background. <laughs> He's just like, that's, that's. Shaggy that's is Mr. Lover Lover. Like, like in it, it wasn't me. The guy's like, it wasn't me. Like, that's not Shaggy. Oh. Shaggy's guy's like, like in the background, that's who Shaggy. I just want to be clear on that. And it's the guy from Scooby-Doo, yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's after, yeah. Everything yeah. ends in zoinks. <laughs> 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 oh man uh, let's take a quick break when we come back we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned are you looking for a playlist of the hottest most bumping jams around well we can't help you with that but we do have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've reviewed on the show so if you'd like to hear that search for the Story Song Podcast the official playlist on Spotify then you'll hear the most lit baller bops that go hard. I can't read. This. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Rachel, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn? What I learned is that uh, when you're planning a one night stand, mm-hmm. There's nothing sexier. It's a lot of planning. Than filling things out in triplicate <laughs> and coming up to an agreement of contractually what will happen the following morning. Yeah, yeah. Because if not, it's gonna be real awkward. If yeah. you're like, I, I was under the impression that you were gonna touch my cheek and then turn away. <laughs> you, you patted me on the head and then turn away. That's not. But if you have it in triplicate, you wrote it out. Mm. You know what's there. Then you can really get into sexy times. If you <laughs> turn to page seven of yeah. your contract, you will see. That, yeah, yeah, no. I've got the lawyers on speakerphone. And that's the thing. Like, it seems like that sort of transactional nature of it seems like it would suck them out. But then you can, like, relax yep. and just enjoy yourself because you know exactly what's going to happen. A hundred percent. no anxiety about You can say, look, yeah. I'll give you two angels in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then that's it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'll give you one triplicate. <laughs> I'll give you one triplicate. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about it, but now that I'm writing, filling this out in triplicate, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, give yeah. you a triplicate. And that could be a reverse angel. <laughs> I will, but that but that still counts as one. So <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, Michael, what do you got? I learned, much like Rachel, in terms of planning a one-night stand, mm-hmm. always check the weather forecast mm-hmm. in advance. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a bright, clear, sunny day, people are going to see you. People mm-hmm. are going to talk. Okay. Mm-hmm, that's true. Try maybe the sun's light will be dim. Go for an overcast day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plan go, out. Go for like a rainstorm. Plan out and then you'll, the sun's light you'll dim be, day. <laughs> if you forget an umbrella, you'll you'll just be a mess and it'll be that much sadder. But yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. As I've said time and time again, if you are having a one night stand, do it the night before a total solar eclipse. Right. Yes. yes. I I mean, I not a week goes enough. by. <laughs> and I don't enough. say that. Yeah. So, I said it once. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel. Uh, this may seem very specific, but if you are dating Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> be careful what you say around him. 
you know, he'd be like, so it's nice to meet you. Tell me a little about yourself. Well, I was born in the USA. Are you writing that down? <laughs> Why are you writing that down? Anyway, all, all I'm saying is everyone's got a hungry heart. I, you, you just keep writing. Sorry, where did you live? Uh, Thunder Road. Why? <laughs> no reason. Keep... No reason. No uh-huh. reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really cold that day, so it was a 10th Avenue freeze out. But why do you keep writing down everything that I say? So you just want to be really careful because it's going to end up in a song. Is yeah. all, is all it might be a whole say. damn album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, li- I lived on the streets of Philadelphia um, yeah. <laughs> in the USA. Uh, so, Don't watch yeah. TV with them because if you're like, oh, there's 57 channels <sighs> and nothing on. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> that's going to be a minor hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That will be. Holy moly. <laughs> you know what? Largely, you can have that one. Lar- <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, you can have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. Hey, guys. If you enjoyed this show, do us a favor. Tell a friend. Yes. Just go up to a friend of yours and say, hey, I listen to this, this great show. Uh, I know you like comedy. You like music. You like learning stuff. I think you'd enjoy it. Just just tell one other person. Yeah. Tell them to listen to it. We really appreciate it. Word of mouth is a... A big way people find out about podcasts, and we'd appreciate it. trying to grow the audience. And like we've said many times, we like to get like a community going yeah. around the show. So uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. Nice. And uh, if you can, we really appreciate it if you could leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you so much for listening again. I'm Dan Ackery. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Be back at you next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. It's the story song podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, we'll be done in a couple minutes. Can you run upstairs? We're almost done, kiddo. Okay, please. And then we'll come upstairs and say hi. You want to leave me that blanket because I'm a little cold? All right. Use you can say, but you have to be very quiet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I want to I know. You can listen, but we got... No talking. No laughing. Okay. It's hard not to laugh. We're very funny. Even though we're very funny. Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 